the Women Unleashed podcast. Join us as we share with you the fun, confronting, wild, fucked up, epic and raw side of being a woman in today's world. Nothing is off limits. Allow yourself to be inspired to be unleashed. Welcome to season two of the Women Unleashed podcast. Yay. I am your co-host, Britt, and Taylor is with me. Hello. <laughs> Hello. We are super excited to be back. We are. We are. <laughs> <laughs> um, we have, what have we been up to, Taylor? I think you've, I look. I just got some really cool news that we're going to talk about in today's episode. Mm-hmm. It's going to be all about Taylor today, <laughs> all about Taylor. And uh, we are also recording on video for the first time. So yes. I'm actually going to train myself to get used to looking oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> at the video so that you can see us recording too. So we're live. Hello. Um, <laughs> that was a bit weird. Anyway, I'm pretty excited. All right. So... We've had a little break between seasons. Yes, we have. And what's happened, Taylor? Tell us. Well, I am having a baby. Woo! Yay! <laughs> My first baby. So, first very exciting. Yes, yes. Yes. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank Congrats. you. Yes, Will and I are very – well, Will is my partner, obviously, and we're very excited. So, it's mm-hmm. exciting. And we're having a little girl, which we found out. So, <gasps> it's very cool getting all her – cute little outfits and stuff <laughs> it's very exciting oh so. my god mm. I don't know how to like describe the the happiness that was there like when you told me and that's here now and it's like this this like little ball inside of me that's just like oh my gosh <laughs> babies make people really happy yes. you know it's like this joyful I don't know like yeah, when you tell people it's, joy yeah they are joy because they just love right mm, well, big I ball think. of love yeah, I so think cute. they are a cute ball of love. <laughs> so take us back. Mm-hmm. When did you find out? And you know, this Ooh, is... when did we find out? I think we found out May. Mm-hmm. May. And were you planning? Can't, yeah, yes and no. Like it was. Um, we went on any contraception. Like I wasn't on any contraception, so it was kind of mm-hmm. like let's just see what happens. Yeah. Um, but we, no pressure. It was just. Yeah, you know, if it happens, yeah. that's great. If not, well, cool. That's Just okay. Keep we trying. Get, we get to have lots of sex. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that's yeah. a bit cheeky. Yeah. Um, that's what we're all about here. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, Inspiring other women to be unleashed. Yes. So, you know. So yeah. So that. Um, but it actually ended up happening pretty quick. <laughs> <laughs> but we were tra- like, I was tracking things as well, just because. Um, you know, why not? It's good mm-hmm. to track and to know, especially like your periods and things, just to make sure everything's working the way it should. Mm-hmm. Um, So we found out super early. We found out at three weeks. Oh, wow. Which you're only like just pregnant. Like, just showing. Just... So what was the like the sign that was like, oh, I should get Well, my test. period was late. Yeah. That's it. So I'd been tracking it and my period, I'm, you know, very on time, like mm-hmm. maybe a day, but pretty much like comes when it's supposed to come mm. so um I was late by a couple of days and I was like well I'm gonna test her. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I was in the bathroom and I tested and then I was like <gasps> and I ran into Will who was half asleep and he thought something was wrong with the cats <laughs> and he's like what what's going on I'm like I'm pregnant <laughs> and then, yeah 
yeah and it was just very exciting so yeah and yeah. and scary like shit <laughs> it's real yeah like we're actually having a little human mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um but yeah that was really good and i was feeling pretty good then too mm-hmm. so yeah yeah mm. oh that's awesome and it you know i'm glad it was really classical for you like oh periods late let's go get it checked if that happened to me like i just my periods are all over the place. Yeah. You know, I wouldn't know if I'm Martha or Martha. Yes. So that know. makes it a bit hard, hey? Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, and we're actually going to sh- – there's so much I could share about contraception and we're going to do that in another episode. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. And I've got a funny story about that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so um, at three weeks, you're like, oh, my God, I'm pregnant. You go to the hospital, uh, the doctor, confirm it. Yeah. And then, yeah. Then- yeah, which um, – I'd been seeing my doctor for a while because he is the one that told me I was celiac. So he just helped me discover that, which mm-hmm. was really helpful because a lot of doctors kept just saying, you know, I don't Distress know. Yeah, and, or just yeah. like nothing's wrong. Mm. Um, well, not nothing's wrong, but, you know, you're There's fine. something going on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So he And so I went back to him and he's actually our family doctor and he's great. So he's, what, since like you were little? So since I was little, Aww. since my mum was a child – and my nan. How old is this guy? I think he's seven. He's about to retire. So he's, wow. But he's great and he's yeah. so thorough and he's a very knowledgeable man. Yeah. However, <laughs> at the appointment, I think maybe some doctors are taught to maybe be on the negative side or like just mm. look at worst case, which I understand. But it kind of was like, you know, it's very early. It could be an eptopic pregnancy. <laughs> it may not work. It may not last. Like, and I was having some cramps. So, because um, obviously your uterus, like, hello, you're growing a human. You got to make it room. Up. <laughs> you got to make yeah. room for some, a little baby. Um, so I was getting like some cramps, and I was like, oh, I'm getting cramps. And he's like, Oh, that's what you know. Ooh, that's not good. And I'm like, left this appointment like really emotional <laughs> and yeah. like down because I'm like. I've been so excited. Like I told my family, like mm. they knew how early we were, but I told, I, could, I can't keep that to myself. It's so yeah. exciting. So, and I was, yeah. And I left the appointment and I was like, oh, <laughs> I was really like heartbroken. Mm. Um, and then I've spoken to other women and like, they're like cramps are super normal. Yeah. Like I had them because you, you do like things are moving and, mm-hmm. Yeah, so like waking um, up a 29-year-old giant. Yeah, like, yeah. Imagine if you've been in the sleeping position for 29 years. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, so um, I'm just going to grab a drink. <laughs> Sorry. Cup of tea time, everyone. <laughs> Actually, my bottle of water is somewhere. We'll get that after the in the interlude between episodes. <laughs> um, okay, so you're feeling a bit, yeah, a bit down. Anxious. You already started to get attached. Yeah, you do. Like, I, and it's weird. And I don't think if, I don't think you really understand it until you go through it. Like I've, you know, spoken to yeah. a lot of pregnant wife. I've had friends that are pregnant and, and it's, you don't really get it until you've done it. Mm. I don't know. Yeah. And there's so much stuff that they don't Don't look at about. me like I know, because I got no idea. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but like you listen to women and you're like, oh yeah, that does sound shit. But until you... Or you know, hard or scary, whatever the emotion is. But until you go through it, it's been it's been very eye opening, I mm, guess. Yeah. And it's definitely not been like I'm this glowing, like <laughs> awesome pregnant woman. Like I have not been thriving. Let's just say that I have been surviving <laughs> this yeah. pregnancy. Um, 
So yeah, so after that appointment, we then had a so we can't we couldn't get a scan until like seven weeks. So I had to wait a month to get my first wow. scan. So you're kind of in like this limbo of. And after that appointment, it was like it could not even be a. Mm. Um, oh, what's could be the far in the wind? Yeah, it could. It could. Oh, An ectopic pregnancy. Yeah, but like... it was like a word. Like it's not like they don't really count it as a real pregnancy. I think until nearly like twenty weeks. Phantom or something. Yeah, but it's. It's like not sticky until oh, it's like okay. 20, you know, like yeah. they kind of, um, cause obviously the first 12 weeks are super, you know, g- generally if you're going to have a miscarriage, I think that happens unfortunately in the first 12 weeks. So mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. So yeah, it's a bit, it's a bit scary at the start mm. and cause she's so little, you can't feel her. So it's not like you'd no. know. Mm. However, <laughs> I was very sick. So it's a good sign. Yes, so I didn't know this and all I hear is Taylor's like, oh, I'm sick again. Oh, I can't record this week. I'm sick again. I'm like, Jesus, this woman's integrity is like down the toilet. Like, <laughs> why is she sick all the time? Mm. And then... Well, it was actually before pregnancy I was getting a bit sick. You were. You yeah, were. That's so why it wasn't like abnormal. No. But I was like, oh, man, when will she stop being sick? Yeah, yeah. And then... Um, I did get sick after we got back from holidays, which I would have been pregnant yeah. as well. And your immune system is low. So I mm. think I got sick and traveling and drink. Mm. I did have a few drinks in Fiji because I didn't obviously know. No, no, <laughs> no. Um, but then I, I think it was around week four, week five, I got really severe morning sickness. So I think I was at home for nearly eight weeks. I didn't leave the house for eight weeks unless it was for a doctor's, like unless it was for the baby. Wow. So I was on the couch in my PJs most, <sighs> pretty much all of winter wow. thinking about it. Gosh. Very isolating and it was a bit lonely. It got a bit lonely. At the start it was fine because. It's a bit novel. Yeah, yeah. And I was feeling so shit. I didn't have any energy to want to do anything anyway. Yeah. yeah. Um, but it got a bit lonely near the end mm. you know a bit isolating and yeah so it was vomiting severe nausea and when they say it's morning sickness it's a total lie because it's 24 7 mm. well for you it was 24 well, yeah, 7 for me it was 24 yeah. 7 and vomiting that gave me no relief mm-hmm. the tablets that they gave me gave me no release mm. relief um the only time i didn't feel shit was when i was sleeping <laughs> It's fucked. <laughs> it is so, so fucked. Remember when you said like, I, I haven't washed my hair for two weeks. I can't even stand up long enough to wash my hair. Yeah, I couldn't. Yeah. I would start dry reaching or, or I'd vomit in mm. the shower. And the idea of washing my hair was like such a hard task. <laughs> it was ridiculous. It was such a like, oh God. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to do that. No. It's traumatic. It's yeah. too much. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and the only way I can relate it, if you haven't experienced it, is like having a hangover like you went had a big night the night before and having a hangover 24 7 for two months Mm. that's the only way i can yeah yeah. describe it or like gastro (laughs) humility in some ways like gastro (laughs) so yeah but then i got on i think just after my first trimester so that's your 12 weeks i found got on on dancitron Mm -hmm. which is like probably the top one top morning sickness tablet before you get on steroids which I really didn't want to have to go on steroids yeah um so I got that and 
Sorry, Dancetron just sounds like you could, you'd be doing things like, <laughs> on like da- you know? yeah, on Dancetron. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> exactly. So I <laughs> so I got on that, and that plus that plus obviously being after the first trimester has made it better, and mm-hmm. now I'm back to work and like doing my like back to living my life. Mm-hmm. Um, I still have moments like you know I was vomiting on Monday, like mm-hmm. it just happens, but now it actually. I can keep going. Mm-hmm. It doesn't stop me. Yeah, it doesn't take you out. No, because yeah. I get relief from yeah, spewing now from spewing. rather than before. It was like, oh, I don't feel any better. <laughs> this is gross. Yeah. Um, like this morning we went out for breakfast and after leaving the cafe, you were like, <laughs> and I'm like, oh, no, like I don't have anything right now. All I could offer was like the garden bed yeah. right beside me. <laughs> I feel yes. like such a shit friend. Because I was like, I'm not giving you my handbag. That's gross. Ew. <laughs> no way. <laughs> no, no way. Um, no. So, yeah. It's, now I'm used to it. So it's not as like big a deal. Yeah. Yeah. You're not as much of a drama queen about it. Yeah. 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 You just get on with it. <laughs> so uh, what was it like for you to be like so sick and not be able to get on with life and not like be able to tell people mm. um, or you, you did, yeah, what was that whole process like for you? Yeah. So I guess with telling people, I kind of didn't really have an option mm. um, because I run a business, obviously, uh, had clients. Mm. I did put myself on unexpected leave, but mm. I can't be on unexpected leave for two months without people thinking I'm like dying or, <laughs> you know, people were worried. People yeah. started getting worried and, I work with my mum. Yeah, your voice message, I haven't told you this, but your voice message was like really significant. It was like you were—you had like a life-threatening Yeah, um, I was feeling pretty sorry for Illness. Myself. So, yeah, that's probably why they were concerned there because <laughs> I heard it a couple of times. So I was like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I just – I didn't know what to do. It was just such a strange time and I didn't really know what to do. But I couldn't work because, you know, I'm dealing with people's finances every day and my brain was not – capable and I didn't want to make bad decisions for people and mm-hmm. provide them the wrong choice yeah you know it's a big I don't want to fuck up their finance because I'm not feeling well mm-hmm. so I had to take some time off um which was hard and my mum just kept telling people you know I'm not well but in the end we just I was like just tell people there's nothing mm-hmm. you know and and I get that they think you know they say don't tell people until after 12 weeks and maybe if you're not sick you you can keep it a secret. Mm. But I also thought that if anything happened to the baby, we did lose it. The people that I've told I'd want to know because I'd want them to know that, like, I'm going through that as mm-hmm. well. Like, I wouldn't want to be suffering alone. Mm. So I get the keeping it. Maybe you don't post it on social media, but, like, I think sharing it with people's okay. Mm. All the yeah. people that, you know, you're close to and that you love. Mm. So... Mm. I don't know about like keeping it a secret. I think each their own, but in my case, I I really had to <laughs> tell people. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah. otherwise you would have got more and more shit from me. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So that was cool, and I guess not working. I was it was di- weird because I was I have, I'm normally such a busy person. Like I'm always got mm. something on. There's meetings. There's appointments. There's Doing, you know, always busy. So it was very strange to just like do the total opposite. I didn't really know. I didn't, 
yeah, I felt a bit lost, I guess. Mm-hmm. And like who I was going to be now or something. I don't know. Yeah, because you had this identity mm. of being a, a busy businesswoman. Yes. Yeah. yeah, and I had to stop. <gasps> That's what's happening, Taylor. You're going through an identity crisis. I am. I am. Who you knew yourself to be is in question. Yes, it is. Yes. <laughs> it's a bit of an aha moment because we're talking about this over over breakfast this morning. Yes. So yes, I, I am. think that's what's happening. I'm going through an identity crisis because yep. I, I've always had like in my head that, you know, if you're a mom, you've still got to be working and like crazy busy. Like you've got to do it all. Mm. You can't just be like one or the other. Mm. Um. And it's probably a bit of my childhood. Like my mum is a superstar and like worked super hard to support me and her as a single mum and had a mortgage and she was always working. So for me, like that's a normal, Mm. you know, and relying on your partner to kind of be more financially stable stable than maybe you are was like foreign. Yeah. It's uncomfortable for me. Mm. So I'm just recreating like that. That's okay. Mm. Yeah, well, the cool thing about having an identity crisis and having an identity in the first place is that you made up the identity. Mm. Yeah. (laughs) So you get to go make up a completely new one. Yes, I do. I'm just not sure what I want that to be. (laughs) (laughs) It's your old identity is like, yeah, but I like this identity. Yes. I've been this way for 29 years. Yes. I say 25 years. Um, But yeah, that's Mm -hmm. what it's fighting for, fighting for survival. Yes, and being a business owner, you know, mm-hmm. I've been working on my business for five years, so yep. that's, you know, going to take a back seat because I'm going to be being a mum, mm. you know, and I want to be able to be a mum Yes, and just be present and like enjoy yeah. watching her grow up and learn new things and yeah, I don't really want to miss out because no. I'm working, yeah. well, you know, I'm at the office all the time or whatever. Mm. Well, I'm committed to you having it all, being Thanks. able to earn money, be an epic mom and be a contribution to mm-hmm. your daughter and your husband one day. Yes, <laughs> yes. Yeah, um, he's been awesome too, by the way. He's been the most supportive, helpful, best person in the world. <laughs> yeah. So it's, yeah. I'm very lucky and it's, you know, I think it's really important to make sure you pick your your baby daddy. <laughs> well. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, I like cringed when you said that. I was like, oh, I just hear like Americans. I know. I did it on purpose. <laughs> it was purpose. Oh, but yeah, just um, making sure the dad of your kid is like someone you are okay with having for the rest of your life, mm. you know, in your life and that they're going to be there or yeah. whatever you need, you know. Yeah. So yeah. I think that's that's been, yeah, he's been great. I'm very lucky. Mm. So. And I acknowledge you, Taylor, for doing the work on yourself to be the kind of person that would have Will show up in your life and be the father of your children. Thank you. (laughs) That's very (laughs) nice. (laughs) You're welcome. All right. Well, on that note, let's wrap up the first, the return episode of season two. Yes, 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 yes. And we hope that we've inspired you in some way, shape or form Mm -hmm. uh, to unleash in an area of your life that is important to you. Yes, we do. We do. 
Um, so thank you all for listening and have fun sharing what you've gotten for yourself out of listening to this episode. Um, our goal is for our content to reach as many people as possible and become the number one women empowerment podcast in Australia. So please subscribe, share and leave a review. See you for now. <laughs> Bye for now.